0: Strategic Hotbox with Dr.
1: Brandy Love Stankovic. Discussing leadership, business, and how to take control of your life and achieve greatness. From the streets of Las Vegas, energized, informed, and never diluted. It's
0: time to kick some ass. It's your girl, Dr. Brandy Stankovic here on the Strategic Hotbox. And today we're going to talk to my girl, Nova Scott, and talk a little bit about fashion and purpose and soul. And I can't wait to get a few tips in fashion in general. And so we're going to hear it right from the experts. Let's get started. When it comes to the Strategic Hotbox, we learn, we love, and we kick ass. For those of you that have been around with us, you know that. It's deep inside of you. And I love being able to chat with different leaders, people in all sorts of different industries and understand what feeds them and what, what gives them the passion that they have to drive towards their their goals, to drive towards success and how they can share some of that with all of us and what we can do, each of us, to execute on those things today. And that's why the kick-ass portion is so important. So today it's about fashion and I love this topic. We haven't been able to dig into this topic here in the hot box before. And fashion really is an art form from my perspective which means though then it is also subjective so to you know the beauty is in the eye of the 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 beholder and because of that each of us thinks something is a little bit more exciting but it also allows for us to have an additional form of self-expression and it allows for some beauty in diversity what i love about fashion though is there's also some psychology in it Often when we dress well, or we dress up, or even though when we see people that leave the hairdresser and they're, you know, or after the pandemic was finally done, when everybody got to get a haircut that they didn't have for like months, everybody's going to feel like the fresh cut look. And we, and we love those, those moments of that. It's a mood booster after all. There's also psychology in feeling more fierce. As a matter of fact, there are studies that when physicians uh, are they when they wear their white coat? When they wear their their uniform, for lack of a better term, they're more careful, rigorous, pay more close attention to what it, what is at hand. It doesn't matter if they're actually practicing medicine, if they're doing a presentation, or doing something else. There's there's some power in the uniform. Uh, there's also studies that show about confidence boosting that occurs with certain clothes. That if we're wearing formal clothes, we might sit up a little bit more straight. And I think that's definitely true. When I put my children in in nice or clothes at least for a solid five minutes they'll they'll sit still or feel feel handsome and feel uh, a little bit more powerful in that there's also the psychology if you think about it with uniforms and that's an interesting one when we're speaking about kids and schools that have uniforms so there's less self-expression in that way but it also allows for a bit more formality or people you know, conforming to, to the rules of the school, to the policies, to the mechanisms that are built in and uniforms are additional way to do that. So it's, it's, it, it kind of levels the playing field in a sense of, of all different diversities of being able to purchase clothing, being able to express, but then also conforming to the rules of the school. I also think that fashion impacts our personal brand, and we've talked about personal brand here in the Hotbox. And I've given you potentially the the concept of dress to forget, where I don't want you remembering what it is that I'm wearing because then you weren't paying attention to these this amazingness that's coming that's coming out of my mouth, right? That I have the philosophy of dress to forget, where I I don't want to be remembered for my clothing. However, clothing is still important to me, and I think that that sometimes might be lost. That it is an expression of who I am. It is. An opportunity to make sure that I'm amongst the group that I am, that I feel like I'm fitting in, that I'm a little bit overdressed versus ever underdressed. All of those pieces play into the choices that I make. And naturally, of course, they're all black right i mean i just happen to love this color and so i think that 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 an organization a human being different people and the policies they create around fashion that should think about all those different components and then of course there's value systems and standards and religions that impact different parts of fashion as well and that's one of the beautiful parts about traveling the world and being able to see some cultural differences that come through fashion there's so many different facets, but I think that we should really just get the expert in here to talk to us a little bit about what it means to, to leaders. And so I have Nova Scott here with us today. She's a fashion designer and a fellow woman out to conquer the world. And she has her uh, degree in broadcast journalism, and she's from Jamaica, and she's a fashion designer. As I mentioned, of course, and a wife and mother of three beautiful children. And so please join me in welcoming Nova Scott. Hello Nova, how are you? Everybody. <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm so excited that you're here and your your blouse or dress that you have on is so much more expressive than the one that uh, that I'm wearing today. I love it.
1: Yes, I'm happy to be on. Well, happy to be a part of the show today.
0: Well, thank you very much. Tell us about you. What led you into fashion?
1: Well, for me, I um it, it was like, if you track back to five years ago, I was home with my, um, six month old son at the time. At the, at that time I had three children. And so, but the youngest was six months at the time. And so after a while I was like, okay, I'm a mother, that's cool. And, um, I'm, I'm home with my children, I'm raising them, I'm teaching them um, all before they hit kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And so, cause we never did day, we never did daycare or anything like that. And so um, it was at that point I said to myself, you know, like, I wanna be able to contribute to society in a way that makes impact. And I started brainstorming, okay, what is it that I can do that creates impact that I'm also passionate about Mm -hmm. because sometimes Mm -hmm. you can make impact, but you're not passionate, um, Mm -hmm. which then doesn't sustain you when things get hard. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, um, that's how it all began. I, um, as with my youngest, who's now five was six months old, I was just getting, you know, like, you know, that itch you get sometimes as Mm a mom, When you're just inside, the four walls are crushing in, you know? Mm -hmm. And you're like, Mm -hmm. I need to do more. And what is it that I'm passionate about? And fashion happens to be a way that I feel like, okay, I can affect and infect culture Mm -hmm. and people. So... I yeah. love
0: that. I think any mom that's listening today can relate to that feeling of, even if it isn't doing more, it's about redefining what it is that we're contributing, right? And finding that new purpose and value after, after having children while also trying to feel like a, a chick at the same time, right? It's yeah. so true. And why, why are clothes important then to, to leaders and to leadership?
1: Well, because, um, I believe that how you show up matters. Right. And so no matter the environment. And so, for instance, um, because like um, with the whole psychology behind clothing, a lot of times you can paint a picture before people even hear a word out of your mouth. They can look and they define. I mean, that's just the way that the world structures are set up that people, before you even open your mouth, before they get to know you personally, they size you up based on how you present yourself or they can just draw a conclusion. Mm -hmm. So I believe um, that, you know, how you present yourself, you can paint a awesome picture, whether it's, I'm not just talking about three piece suits or, you know, a fabulous ballroom gown, but it's just how you show up and, and also how you put yourself together it creates confidence in you so you're able to walk more with your shoulders um, rounded and you walk more confidently into any room Mm -hmm. and you feel like Mm -hmm. you can just take charge. So that's just what I feel about how we present ourselves or how vice versa, how people perceive you and then how you perceive yourself because there is a confidence that comes when you, um, put some type of, um, time and energy into how you present yourself to the world so
0: and is it different between men and women
1: yeah yeah because i mean think about it when you are in your home right and um let's say because i'm married Mm -hmm. um and so for instance you know husband um he may come down before and be ready before i am you know Mm -hmm. i may take that extra time because like okay we have more things that we focus on like hair, you know, we have nails, we have, you know, makeup, all the different things that come together as a full package. So I believe how men even present themselves. Cause some men, you know, um, I see them, they rock their, um, perfect little t-shirts and jeans and they show up, <laughs> and they look great. And nobody looks and says, Hey, you know, but now a woman in t-shirt and jeans, sometimes a person is like, wait, what do they do? You know? So it's like a different Mm -hmm. I think there's different mindsets that come and perceptions that come when men show up and then when women show up, like how we present ourselves.
0: And you brought up Mm -hmm. a a few really important points there that I want to note. First is I think it's always easier for a man to pack for professional events because I'll talk to different groups when I'm leading a session, they'll say, well, what's the dress code? And I'm like, it's suit and tie. What is it for a female? Well, you know, business, (laughs) whatever, whatever that means, whatever that looks like, whatever that, however you define that. And it's just a little, it's different. It's, it, it is different for sure. The second piece of it is the whole idea of what it takes to get, what the expectation is or what it takes to get to a certain place or point of looking, looking presentable.
1: Exactly. I mean, for me, because I'm more, um. I'm more into like the natural look, for instance. So I don't even own a bottle of foundation, Mm -hmm. right? And so for me, I'll just throw on some eyeshadow, eyeliner, lipstick, you know, but I think there's some essential things um, as far as like throwing some water on your face, washing your face, you know, taking time to wash your hair, taking time to take a nice shower, you know, so that you just feel... You, something about as you take care of yourself, it does something for you psychologically. Cause I think about, you know, when I was, um, when I just had one of my, one of my kids, you know, mm-hmm. and how, when I wasn't able to really take that time, you know, to take care of myself, when I wasn't able to take the the showers the longer showers. And we know when you have a newborn, it's like times, all right, get out that shower right now, you know, kind of thing. So, um, there is something that happens And you can tell the difference of like before I was a mother versus when I became (laughs) a mother and how you feel, you know, and the fact that, man, like taking a shower and washing my face and putting on a pair of my favorite jeans and a nice shirt. I felt great after Mm -hmm. having a child. You you get what I'm saying? It just made me feel like, ah, you know, breath of fresh air, I think.
0: Yeah, no, so yeah. Once you become a mom, you don't even get to pee alone again. That like that that just it doesn't, that is not a thing. But you're right, and it's different for every person. I mean, some people put much more effort and time into the way that they look and, and how they present, and other people don't. And whatever scale they are on, it just being able to be more conscious and intentional about those efforts are so important. And you use fashion psychology, of course, as you as you create designs. How do you envision a final piece to create based on the psychology? You that you want.
1: Okay, so for me, for instance, the um the small line that I have right now that um that's coming out um or that is out um basically and available for order, I create pieces um with color in mind. And so for me, I know that there are certain colors that exude a certain message. For instance, you know, um, bright colors, greens and um, reds and um different shades of blue, right? It creates a picture in somebody's mind, you know? So like, um, I'm just going to say this, so a person who's listening right now, if you see a, a woman wearing a bright yellow dress, what comes to mind? You know what I mean? And so um, for me, I create, number one, with the end in mind first, I envision it first, mm-hmm. then I sketch it out. Mm-hmm. And then as I'm envisioning, I'm like, okay, what do I want? each woman or each person to feel when they're, when they have this um, outfit on. What is a picture I want to paint? And, and so from there I build it. I, then I go looking for fabrics and how the fabric feels. And so, cause I know once you mix colors and fabrics with, um, with the full design, it just creates like a a big explosion mm-hmm. of like fabulousness, you know? So. That's how I um I build it. I build it from my mind first, and I start to think, okay, what do I want the person to feel like when they're in it? So if I want a more relaxed, casual kind of feel, what are the colors? What are the um the more neutral tones? You know, if somebody's in their home, you know, mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. just relaxing, you know, um, I don't. You don't want to over do it with the color, because maybe you know you need like more like the grays and the new tones you know, earth tones and things like that. So that's how I build it.
0: And did, is, does your line include a diversity in, in those feelings and emotions, the psychology at the end, or does it, do you have particulars that you specialize in?
1: Well, right now, currently it's ready to wear. So it's more of um it's more of the type of line that I have right now, because there will be different lines, but this one in particular is for the bold, beautiful woman. And so, and then also the pieces, each piece that I created, um, the, they're named after a woman in history who has mm-hmm. like, done something to um, invest in the community or to help the overall community. And so you'll have like a piece that has. You know, one is called Maya, the Maya piece, um, Mm -hmm. which is named after Maya Angelou. You have one that looks more like it has like a suit type of, you know, a woman's blazer type of dress that's named after Susan B. Anthony because she used her mouth and she spoke up, you know, on behalf of those who couldn't really speak up, you know. And so what I did was the picture I painted was, okay, she was more into like justice. And so I was like, okay, what would a lawyer wear? And so I created that piece to kind of match that. And then there's another one, it's called the Rose Dress in connection with Mm -hmm. Rosa Parks, you know? And it's bold red. It's a bold red color because she was bold by sitting on the bus and not moving, you know, Mm -hmm. like like for other people's rights, you know? So from that, it, it, it all intertwines, I guess, but this one is more for bold women so it's about the bold woman if that answers a question
0: absolutely and uh i got chills there in listening to some of your descriptions of that i love that idea of naming it after people that have made a difference in the world and the communities and it also makes a statement of what the what the outfit itself is is portraying and in creating a bold you know having a woman to have confidence and some boldness in it is is it's just beautiful, I love that. So you created the company with purpose, of course, in mind. How did you build that into everything that you're doing? And I think the example well, of the names is a perfect example of that.
1: Well, because um, when I first started, I think anytime we do anything or build anything, you must start with purpose, you must start with vision before you build. And so um, I initially started with the vision of, okay, restore dignity to women through clothing. And from there, I said, okay, what are some things that I can do? What can I use clothing to do other than, you know, the typical clothing brand where we focus on, okay, I'm cute, you know, Mm -hmm. oh, look at this dress, but how can I use clothing as a tool and a resource to help, you know, restore and to rebuild the lives of women who are maybe going through a hard time, maybe through sex trafficking, maybe they've, um, they've experienced like a a rough life and they're escaping from that. And now they're may, they may be in a home of some sort, you know, trying to be rehabilitated, you know, women who've been abused, who, who ran, you know, they've, and, and they're now, you know, in another situation where they don't have you know, the clothing, they don't have, you know, all the different resources that they had to leave behind. And so I started with that in mind, that concept in mind and said, okay, how can I use this as a tool? So I I have to start somewhere and build to that end goal.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think beautiful. It's very clear in all things that you're doing that, that starting with the end of mind is, is so important and having that, everything tie into that, that purpose and that, that vision. So are those your innate leadership skills or what are some of the skills that you've employed in this business?
1: I think um, anytime you start building number one, anything like especially when it's uh it's a huge vision where it has nothing to do with you and it's about bringing um forth um changes and creating a better world i think you're gonna find struggles and so with struggle there's always growth no matter how much you try to fight it there will be um opportunities to grow through hardships through being stretched and so for me um it's been one of those things I could say, let's see, some of the things that I've developed over time is resourcefulness because I started, um, two, two, was it two, yeah, 2015 with $250, wow. you know? And so um, I've had to learn. And one of the concepts that I told myself is, NOVA, never go into debt, you know? Don't take out loans, don't go into debt. And so what you're going to have to do is, you're going to have to use what you have and flip it and grow it. And so that way, by the time you get to where you are, you will have an appreciation because it didn't come free. Mm-hmm. It never came easy. It came and and it grew. And because of, you know, the hard work that you're putting forth. And so um, I would say resourcefulness, that's one. Mm-hmm. I would say um, persistence and persistence. Um, I would say the, um not giving up, you know, perseverance um over the past five years, because it has not been easy. And it has not been a place where you are ran over by support. Yes, you have su- uh, support systems and people that support you at different times, but it has not been, that place has been some dark nights and mm-hmm. tears and, uh, and, and being alone, you know, building things where you're like, I don't know if I'm going to make this. And then you, it works out. You're like, Oh, I made it, you know? So,
0: <laughs> yeah. It makes the end so much more powerful or rewarding when you do get to that place. But you're right. I mean, any kind of business, anybody's building, it is, it is about being perseverant in that, that process and about being resourceful that and the fact that you've built it with your own two hands from $250 to be where you are today with the line out there, um, based on your, your passion, your purpose is, is such an incredible feat throughout And how do you, so let's get into some tips. Are you cool with that? Can we get into some fashion tips here? Cause I'd love, uh, I'd love to hear some, what, how do you first, how do you choose the outfit of the day?
1: Well, number one, I start off by thinking about where am I going? Who are the people I'm interacting with? And then also what is my mood? And so um, I remember one day it was like a rainy day and I was like, you know what the rain, sometimes it's like a, It brings people this sorrowful mood. Everybody's sleepy. So I'm going to wear the brightest yellow (laughs) skirt. And I did, you know, I'm like, I'm bringing sunshine on this rainy day, you know? So I think, um, I think about what, what's the picture I'm trying to give, um, to those who I'll interact with and, um, and that's how i build from there. And how do, how does this clothing make me feel? Because, It's so interesting sometimes you can wear, like I can wear this shirt right now, but then next week I'm like, I can't stand this shirt because Mm -hmm. it's just, Mm -hmm. it's just, uh, yeah, it just doesn't flow with the message or Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. I'm trying to, what I'm trying to, um, I guess, like um, step out into the world as. Maybe I don't want to be a flower girl, you know? (laughs)
0: No, absolutely. And I think that most people are, are passive, if it's fair to say, I know that I can be passive in, in choosing clothing, just putting something on, thinking less about the event, unless it's a special event, i.e. I'm heading to a wedding or heading to a special uh, educational session leading or something. I won't put thought into what, how, what that message is that, that's out there. And so it's a really interesting approach in choosing some of our clothing, because it does impact regardless of whether we put the thought in.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I remember as a, I think I was 19 at the time, right? And this is where I, I started developing the concept of okay, there's a psychology in how you show up, and no matter what, um, you paint a picture to those around you. So I was on the train in New York City, and I remember seeing this pregnant lady, right? Her hair was slick, but nicely. She had on like the, like some bright red lipstick. Her outfit wasn't too like flamboyant or flashy, but just how she just looked beautiful. She radiated and just how she had her hair combed. I was like, wow, it's a, a beautiful pregnant person who's actually put effort into you know brushing the hair back. And she was, she was on the train just smiling, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I never had a conversation with her, but from looking at her, it put, it just imprint on me where I was like, you know what, one day when I'm pregnant, I'm going to, I'm going to look like that one day, you know? And so from that, you realize sometimes you don't even know that even in the days where, you know, you're like, oh, you know, it doesn't matter that people do watch. And um, sometimes you can even inspire people by how you, you do show up and carry yourself. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah.
0: That I think that I, I love that story of the the woman and she here you remember her however many years later and she mm-hmm. has no idea the impact that she had on you. I also think sometimes about uh, the message I must be giving out when I think a little less about my clothing. I was walking the other day and a friend a uh, walk in the mornings early morning and the a friend called me when I was on the walk and there was a loud truck that went by and I was just like yeah just big big guy big truck whatever and they go oh where they are you sure they weren't revving their engine at you and I'm like. Oh, Oh, no 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 i have gray sweats on and a leonard skinner uh like tank like wife. you know what those tank tops are or whatever that is not the message that well then again maybe a guy in a truck I, I don't know who knows but that's certainly not the message i would want somebody walking away going yep i'm gonna judge her by these gray sweatpants and this leonard skinner terrible shirt so it's it's funny how those moments are of that you talked about being a wife or being at home and those things and there there's times to be on and there's times to not be, right? You know, yeah. uh sometimes when I leave for the hot box or leave for things, my kids are like, "Whoa!" Like, you know, look at you, cuz they don't get to see me in, you know, my hair brushed very very often. So making a uh, conscious decisions in that way can be really powerful. Can you share oh, a funny story with us?
1: I'm trying to think of a funny story. <laughs> What is a funny story? Like, in what category um, of humor?
0: <laughs> oh, starting- well, well, if you're asking how dark the humor should be, I mean, that's... Uh, well, I'm always going to choose darkest, right? Um, but no, I mean, any story that you want to share. I mean, you did share the story of the, the pregnant woman um, that... that our mutual friend Torian Scott was on the uh, at the show, and he told a, a, a very terrible story that I to this day will never forget <laughs> because he was pulling pulling my leg, uh, based on his little jokester story. So we can we can let it go. Any other fashion tips for for anybody listening? An easy fashion tip.
1: Um, one good fashion tip is that you don't have to buy expensive all the time. Or you don't really have to buy expensive. You could use the money that you have and you can bargain shop and you can... But the thing with me when I when I would shop or when I like to shop are... Um, a lot of times I go looking for pieces that speak to me. And so sometimes it could be a blouse that is $10, but you look for how the stitching is done. You look for how... Um, whether it's simpler, the detail, the kind of fabric. And you can actually literally wear a piece or wear outfit, like that's maybe $25 for the full look, you Mm -hmm. know, and pull it off based off of, um, the way that the outfit was designed, the detail in the stitch and all those different things. Cause sometimes I'm in like a $20 outfit and, um, people think that, okay, this girl is wearing expensive, you know, high end, in her day in and day out, but it's like a ten dollar blouse, you know, and it's a ten dollar pair of pants, but it's how you piece it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, and then sometimes explore color, you know, explore
0: color. Is that directed I, at me? I think I feel like that was directed at me. <laughs> I, tell, I
1: have a I have a few friends who they wear a lot of black, so it's not just you. I know a lot of people wear a lot of black because it's easy, you know, and um, with black also, you, you it just black looks cool, you know. And so sometimes um, some people, not everybody, they're not as confident to wear like a bright red dress because they're like, oh, it's gonna draw attention to me. So let me, you know, let me tone it down. I'm, I'm trying to just close through. So sometimes I think it's really good to add color to your wardrobe. It mm-hmm. is so beautiful and and matching your tone because our skin tone, you know, Sometimes our skin tone, there's certain colors that cause our skin tone to pop and make our skin glow. And so we look more vibrant, you know? So that's what I think, you know? So I love hopefully.
0: It. And if somebody wanted to check out your line or get a hold of you, how would they do that?
1: Okay, they could head over to www.bcnovamarie.com. And um, so you could check out, I have a few pieces on there currently. And you can also email us. There's a, um, on the website, there's a um, button that says contact us. So if you want to send an email, you can also email in your questions about sizing, about even if it's about like um, what color you think would go great with my skin tone, you know, know. you can email us anytime.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being a part of the show today and sending lots of love.
1: Bye,
0: thank you. Let's
1: head out to our shout-out.
0: Thank you so much to Nova for being a part of the hot box today. And thank you to my friend Pedro from Cuba for shouting out and sending us a shout out all the way from his country, Thank you very much for that. So when dressing with purpose, what are the things that we need to do? Here's your kick ass. Number one, wear comfortable shoes. I've said this before, and of course I mean it metaphorically in the fact of, make sure you're comfortable and confident in the things that you are wearing. It's important to do that. There's no better way to make us uncomfortable than to have a terrible pair of shoes on. So making sure that you're wearing things that you feel good in. Number two is see past the mirror. I loved when Nova shared stories of thinking with the end in mind, what it is that I want to portray, what it is that I want to be giving across. And that really leads us into number three and that's dressing your soul. Know what your purpose is, know what your passion is, know what your brand is and how you want to express yourself. After all, it is art form that does allow for that additional self-expression. That's your top three. Kick ass. Thank you again to Nova and all of you for being a part of the hotbox. If you want to get her information or just reach out to us, head on out to strategichotbox.com or hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, anywhere at strategichotbox or at Brandy Love. Talk to you soon. Get out there and kick some ass.